0: This is the Australian Surrogacy Podcast. My name is Sarah Jefford and I'm a surrogate and a surrogacy lawyer. In this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Rebecca who is an intended parent who came to surrogacy after the birth of her second child. She's now on the journey of surrogacy with a friend of hers who uh, offered to be her surrogate after Rebecca posted a family update on Facebook. Rebecca also met her egg donor online I'm going to hand over to Rebecca so that she can tell the story.
1: My name is Rebecca. In 2011, in May 2011, um, we discovered I was pregnant with um, our daughter. We didn't know she was a daughter at that stage, a little surprise bundle. Um, and unfortunately, at um, just over 28 weeks, we She was um, still born in November of 2011. Um, My fertility specialist, obstetrician, um, was very keen to get me pregnant again. Um, and we decided that we wouldn't, you know, muck around. Um, so looked at, um, looked at ovulation induction. So we did, um, three rounds of ovulation induction and nothing happened. Um, and then he went, right, let's not muck around, um, you know, I would strongly suggest you try IVF. So we did a cycle, um, one egg pickup and a fresh transfer and that resulted in a chemical pregnancy. And then after that, things changed and my lining just wouldn't thicken. So back in 2012, um, I was looking all around the internet, trying to find ways of improving the lining of my uterus and um, so many... Um, websites um, suggested that, you know, the only way that some uterine issues could be overcome was to use a different uterus. So I guess it was back in 2012 that I first started considering surrogacy. Um, I thought it was a bit drastic and that surely that there was something else that may have been able to be done. But um, at that point, yeah, I guess the seed was planted. At that time, I didn't realise that surrogacy in Australia existed, Um, and I guess I was looking at um, overseas clinics um, to see, you know, kind of what went on there. Then um, my fertility specialist decided to try something different, and um, lo and behold, with a bit of FSH and uh, good old-fashioned loving. um, our son was conceived. Um, Now, his pregnancy was obviously highly stressful um, after having lost our daughter and not knowing exactly what happened there, even after full investigation. So um, there was lots of extra monitoring. And unfortunately, um, it appeared that my placenta was low-lying. As the pregnancy progressed... Um, things weren't looking a lot better and at 29 weeks, I was admitted with my first bleed. Um, Thankfully, it was very minor and by the time i got to the hospital, it had basically subsided. Um, But due to the anxiety around um, the fact that this was a subsequent pregnancy after loss, um, you know, they took pretty good care of me and and made sure I was comfortable with going home. Um, And then... Unfortunately, then again, at 33 weeks, same thing happened. Um, so I was admitted for a couple of days for observation then. Um, I, the, apart from that, the pregnancy was absolutely fine. Maggie's pregnancy um, was absolutely fine as well. Um, yeah, baby was growing well with, um, this subsequent pregnancy. Um, it's just that there seemed to be a few placental issues that being, you know, the fact that it yeah it looked like I had placenta previa, not particularly like it wasn't over the cervix or anything, but yeah, causing a bit of, um, few problems. So then, um, at 34 plus five, it was a lovely Saturday afternoon. Um, My husband suggested that we go for a walk and I felt a bit tired and I thought, oh, I'll just put my feet up for 10 minutes and um, then I'll be um, right to go. So I said to him, let's go at five o'clock, give me 10 minutes. So I went upstairs and of course, you know, decided that I would go to the toilet and lo and behold, the bleeding had started. And this time it wasn't like the previous two times and it was, you know, looking like a little bit more serious. Um, very tense drive to the hospital and um yeah then the next thing I know examination my waters broke um the bleeding had hadn't abated um and I was told that um we would be going to theatre to deliver my son once again surprise bundle didn't know he was my son at that stage so um yes we were rushed off to theatre and um the next thing I know I was waking up in recovery and the first thing I asked was um you know is it a boy or a girl and they said oh it's a boy and I said oh and um, and is he okay yes yes he's okay and then my third question was and do I still have my uterus and they said yes I'm like oh, oh great you know I've I finally got my you know little baby and a boy and I've got my uterus, this is great. So um, after my time in recovery, I then returned to the ward, and I think it was about half past ten by that stage on the Saturday night. And um, I remember the nurse who was with me um, becoming increasingly flustered. With each Louis that she changed, and eventually, the um, the obstetrician came back and she said um, something along the lines of the um, the most the greatest factor in in maternal morbidity is um, reacting to these situations. Um, not quickly enough. um, And that she felt we needed to return to theatre as soon as possible and to do a hysterectomy. And at that that point, I hadn't even met my son. Husband's there, I'm like, right, okay. You know, i signed paperwork and off we went. Um, And then yes, um, woke up um, as the ambulance doors opened, as I had been transferred to another hospital, um, having having had the hysterectomy. So, yes, I then spent 40 hours in intensive care at another hospital. Um, And, yes, at that stage, it was all just, you know, obviously very full on, Um, not particularly good with medical things, yet I've been faced with (laughs) too intensely um, um, medical um, deliveries. Um, So, yes, after 40 hours, I was transferred back to the hospital where my son was um, and we finally got to name him and his name is Albert. And, um, yeah, and so our parenting journey um, continued um, this time with a a baby in special care nursery um, and eventually a take-home baby. Um, Yeah, as lovely as that term sounds at times. Um, So it was while I was in hospital that my obstetrician um, came round to see me and I said to him, look, I still don't quite understand exactly, you know, what they've taken or whatnot. And I said, do I still have my ovaries? And he said, yes. And that's when I went, oh, okay, that's, that's great. You know, I can have, um, you know, I can, we can pursue surrogacy for a sibling. I've got my own ovaries. I've got eggs and we can, you know, have this, um, this little baby via surrogacy. So that was, yeah, when Albert was, you know, a couple of days old, I was already, boom, um, on a quest. Um, yeah, so the seed had been planted back in 2012 and now there was really truly a need. Um, then it was in February that I caught up with a friend who um, had been trying to conceive for a very long time and who'd also lost a daughter about the same time that we lost Maggie and she said that she'd joined EDA and she, and when I explained to her um, what had happened with Albert, she said, oh, you need to join EDA as well. It's not just about egg donors. You know, there's some surrogates on there as well and, um, you know, you might be able to find someone that way. So I joined EDA and then sure enough, someone suggested joining at the time, I think it was Families Through Surrogacy. Um, and, yeah, so that was back in February of 20. 20- T fourteen and yeah, here we are at this point. Wow. it's um,
0: quite a journey yeah. to get to all the way. <laughs> yeah. there. Goodness. And yeah, so how old so is Robert now?
1: He is he's just turned five. Okay.
0: So you've been thinking about this for five years, really?
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Wow. It's been a long project. <laughs>
0: yeah. So um, tell me. What did your, your investigations into how to find a surrogate, where did they lead you?
1: Well, um, from EDA suggested by my friend um, to the families through surrogacy. And um, I think I joined the EDA forum as well, the surrogacy section, and then eventually um, uh, put up a post on the fertility connections page um yes. So in that time as well, that was February. In April I was talking to some friends about, you know, thinking about using a surrogate um, to extend our family. And after catching up with them in the April, a friend actually contacted me afterwards and said, Look, I've been doing a little bit of thinking and And I think this is something that that I could help you with. So um, we started to go down the path with with her. And um, at the time I was breastfeeding, so I hadn't done anything about egg collection. Um, So she waited until I stopped breastfeeding. She waited um, for egg collection. We did... Um, preliminary legals we did the counseling and um we finally got a little clutch of embryos together um but unfortunately um she had waited too long and her circumstances changed and she had things coming up on her calendar which you know were going to be very hard to work around um being pregnant so um she contacted me and um said that she was no longer able to help us. So um, that was in uh, December of 2014, yeah. Um, So then, I guess it was all um, full steam ahead, um, putting myself out there in, in, um, in the surrogacy world. In particular, I think by that stage, it was Australian surrogacy community. Um, made lots of friends, and yeah, that was, I guess, the next the next step mm. in our sibling project.
0: So tell me, um, uh, you're quite well known in the surrogacy community for having created a few tips on how to write a family up yes. to share your yes. story. Tell me, how did that come about?
1: Okay, so um, obviously, I was spending a lot of time on Facebook um and um had made yes a number of um friends and networks within the community um and had chatted to quite a few people um but i guess um in regards to um you know finding that that special person um hadn't had much success um meanwhile a lot of our family and friends either I mean, coming to our lives a little later, um, didn't realise that we'd um, had Maggie um, or they, uh, you know, knew Albert but um, didn't know the circumstances surrounding his delivery um, and then, you know, didn't realise that we were, you know, thinking of um, extending our family um, with the help of the surrogate. So it was actually a fertility connections um thread of another intended parent um who um that triggered a um plan to write a family update. Um so with a little help or guidance from her um from Meg um I put together a family update which basically explained how our family had been developing over the last, um, at that stage, over the last five years. Um, Yeah, and that explained, you know, Maggie's arrival, Bertie's arrival, um, the hysterectomy, the fact that we were looking at surrogacy um, and, you know, some some basic information.
0: Um, Well, certainly I think people find that really helpful to think about how do they how do they tell their family and friends where they're at mm. um mm. to help with the questions but also to yeah. maybe plant seeds with those people mm-hmm. about whether they might be able yes. to help is that what you found did people come forward and say well i can help you or well um
1: i think it's such a relief um to put everything out there and to to have um know that everyone knew exactly what had happened and um, we had lots of people respond with messages of support. I had friends say, look, you know, I think I might know somebody who'd be great at this. Um, You know, do you mind if I um, share your story with them and, you know, how would you like me to go about that? Um, You know, and I sort of said, you know, just if it comes up in conversation, then you're comfortable putting it out there. Go for it. Um, there were lots of messages of support and um, that was really reassuring and, and obviously, you know, it's, it can be a really tough journey. Once again, I don't like the term journey, but um, and, but knowing that um, there are all these people behind us um, was really comforting. Um, so that was May of twenty. 20- 16 that we put out our family update um it was just before the surrogacy conference of that year that a friend said to me you know um i was really touched by your update um and um i've spoken with my husband and and I think it might be something I can I can help you out with, but you know I'd really like if you could um, point me in the direction of those resources that you mentioned in in, in your update. So, whether things um, like the families through surrogacy um, side, as well as um, the Australian Surrogacy Community Facebook page. So I gave a um, so I think there might have been a couple of other little things and left it and I thought okay the ball is in her court if I never hear anything about it again then obviously she's had second thoughts or realized that maybe it's something that she can't do um and hey if she you know tells me that um it's something she can't do well you know fair cool. um but there's a
0: by chance, I
1: guess, that um, she may get back to me and confirm that it is something that she can do. So I went off to the conference and um, met Mike. It was really exciting after having, you know, got to know people so well online for so long. Um, and then it was September that we um, had, were, had a play date with our, our children. Um, she's got two children and she said, you know, it's been really good. Um, thanks for all that information. And I'd like the four of us, um, my husband Steve and her husband, um, to get together and, and talk about this all. So, yeah, so that's, I guess, when we went, right, okay, this is actually sounding pretty serious. Yeah. She had a... Um, few things that she needed to get out sorted out health wise. Um, so um, she wanted to make sure that that was all like, okay first. Um, and then, my goodness, the timelines have just blown out. We've got, you know, <laughs> seven years of history going on here. Um, so um, then it was in the May of last year, that um, we then um, proceeded to counselling and, and legals, um, yeah, after she met um, with that, our fertility specialist.
0: Hmm. Um, now, I understand you did have some embryos at that point, is that right?
1: Yes. Um, we had four blastocysts and three day two embryos. Um, yes, at that point. Well, we had our first transfer in late July um, and um, came back with a um, a low positive. So that turned out to be a, a chemical pregnancy. Um, and then we had three more transfers after that um, between... Um, then in the end of the year, and then um, and then we were out of embryos. Oh wow! Um, yes, um, we. I guess having been part of EDA for a number of years, I was. Um, I felt like I was aware of, you know, all the possibilities, all the requirements. Um, all the um, implications, um, and to me it just seemed like the the next logical step. Um, We had had quite a few um, difficulties getting the embryos that we had. That was the result of um, seven egg pickups within um, 12 months. Um, So yeah, to us it was a no-brainer, you know. By that stage I was, you know, a number of years older and another um, egg pickup using my eggs was, yeah, um, not going to be any better than, than, you know, things weren't going to have gotten any better. So, yes, I had been keeping in contact um, with a, a small group of um, fellow IPs and surrogates Um, and um, yeah, they've been um, very supportive of me over the years and I had um, said to them, look, you know, we're going in for our last transfer Um, and then the next thing I was getting back to them saying that it'd been a negative. Um, That was at the end of last year. And um, I guess it was a good time of year to have a little break from all things surrogacy. It had been, um, you know, an intense um, six or so months um, with the transfers as well as, I guess, all the the time building up to that. Um, So, yeah, so we had a bit of a break um, and then met with... um, Mm -hmm. Katie and and her husband um, at the beginning of this year, uh, after you know life gets back to normal after Christmas and New Year, um, and by that stage, Steve and I had talked about using an egg donor. We hadn't done anything um, about searching for one, <laughs> um, and but I guess we wanted to make sure that. Um, where Katie and her husband um, stood on their side of things before we um, went about doing that. So um, we had dinner, and, and as the evening wore on, we, you know, we started talking about it more, and and Katie said, "Oh no, no, no! That they were that they were still committed." Um, but um, sanity prevailed, and she did say, "Look, um, but." It would sort of need to be in this this time frame, and um, we're fully respective of that because we know um, what an ongoing commitment it can be, and how much your life is put on hold while you're, you know, trying to conceive. Um, so after dinner, I was like, right, okay, um, it's mission: find an egg donor, um, and I just happened to be in contact. Um, with my good friend Anna, and um, she was stoked to hear that we were still in the game. And then um, later that afternoon, sent me a text message and said, "Look, you know, I've spoken with my husband about this, and you know, if you'd like my eggs, then um, then you know that she would donate her eggs." That's just like, oh. all. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. Whoa. <laughs> Probably the quickest part of this whole baby-making thing that that's um, happened. Um, well, I think
0: in the circumstances, you did deserve something to go a little bit fast.
1: Well, yes, yes, that, yes. You know, you, you, yeah, you take these uh, these wins when you can get them. Yeah, no, it was wonderful, fabulous, and you know, dream come true, really, because you know, we all know how fabulous Anna is, and mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, I I call her the new and improved me. Um, <laughs>
0: I think she would take that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's right.
1: Um, So, yeah. So that's got us to January. of What year is this now? 2018. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. So Anna travelled up to Queensland for the um, egg pickup. Is that right? Yes.
1: So that was, um, I said to her uh, when we finally met each other um, on the uh, uh, FaceTime that um, you know, did she want to meet me or meet meet us um, before she, you know, committed to this and and she was quite happy not to um, <laughs> and, and Steve's like, no, you know, this woman's about to, um, you know, um, donate her ex to us, so, you know, we really we need to show her that we're fully committed, so so, um, we um, flew down to Adelaide, um, the three of us, and met her and her beautiful family and it was just really, really lovely and our children just hit it off and um yeah, it was perfect it was it was fabulous and and I guess it just reinforced that you know it was a, it was a good thing it was a, it was a great mm-hmm. thing, and um, we were all really excited about it, yeah, so then she flew up um, with her daughter um, so that um, Bertie and she could spend some time together um, uh, and um, and had egg ed- collection back in April. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then it was all systems go with um, embryos created with Anna's eggs. And where are you up to yes. now?
1: Okay. So, um, yeah, sorry, the other really nice thing about, when Anna came up, was that um, all my family and and um, some of Steve's family got got to meet her? I think that was really important as well. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, I think. And what do your yeah. family think about um, using an egg donor? You know what, um,
1: I it's really it's funny, but all this stuff just becomes completely and utterly normal when when you're completely immersed in it. Mm. So it was a no-brainer. It was just the next step for me. And for some reason, it just seemed like um, our families just realised that it was, you know, just the next step. Um, So it's become quite normal for them as well. Um, So, um, yeah, they were really... Are really good about it, and you know, like I don't know how many uh, members of my family, you know, blubbing on Anna's shoulder, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're all just really um, appreciative, and and um, you know, Mum talks about our family extending in all these different sorts of ways, and um, yeah, it's really really lovely. Nice. Yeah, yeah, um, I think they just can't wait. For another, yeah.
0: Um, you know, granddaughter, grandson about the place. I, I think that's right, though, that um, donation and surrogacy really does create families and it extends <coughs> your family well beyond just the confines of, you know, the immediate family in your house and grandparents, <coughs> and aunties, and uncles. It becomes this whole extended family involving donors and surrogates and their partners and everyone else. <coughs> that's right.
1: My dad's just um, been. Um, got some cancer results back and, and things weren't looking so good there. But now he's, you know, things are looking up. And apparently um, when he came out of the waiting room, he said to my sister, oh, well, now I get to meet my sixth grandchild. And, um, you know, so, yeah,
0: that's really nice. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so where are you at now?
1: Well, um, we had our next transfer... In June, and um, lo and behold, um, it was a positive. So we are now um, expecting a baby in in
0: March of next year. There you go. Congratulations! That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. I love I love that (laughs) (laughs) It is. You are you pitching yourself? Um. Yes. Um.
1: Yeah. No. It's just. It's I he, yes it it is it it is amazing to me that it's all come together and look we are the first people to to know that you know um things don't go ways according to plan but but um we are we are very excited um and yeah it's it's just wonderful mm. um And I guess to be able to share it with um, Katie is just fantastic. Um, She's taken everything in her stride. Um, We are very lucky in the fact that geographically she is our closest friend. She's 10 minutes away. Um, So we spend a lot of time together and have spent a lot of time together over the last few years. Um, and, you know, making it to appointments and scans and tests and all that sort of stuff has just been um, easy, um, which is nice when, you know, sometimes things, um, you know, aren't. Um, but to be able to be part of that as well is, is really important, to be able to give her the support that, um, she needs and will continue to need as as things progress um we're just super lucky we're just incredibly <laughs> incredibly lucky which is just so wonderful to say after being um, quite unlucky
0: yeah. so tell me about albert's understanding of um you creating a sibling for him does he understand that um about surrogacy and why you can't carry the baby yourself
1: um we have had lots of interesting um, discussions over the years. Um, we've always talked very openly about Maggie and um, about her role as, as his big sister. Um, I've spoken about, um, you know, his birth and he's had lots of, you know, seen lots of photos. Um, and... Interestingly about 2 weeks ago he's sitting on the lounge and he says to me, Mum, can you have any can you have any more babies?" And I said, "No." And I came around to the kitchen bench and I sat down beside him on the lounge ready to have this, you know, chat with him. Um at that stage he didn't realize, we hadn't told him about um the fact that we do have a baby on the way. Um and I was all geared up to explain to him um, you know, about that. And then he, as five-year-olds do, went off on a tangent and woom, the moment was gone and he was talking about UFOs or, or something. Um, so then on Sunday on Father's Day, um, Katie came over um, and um, Steve, Katie and myself sat down with him and and um, explained to him that we were, you know, we're going to have a baby and that that Katie was going to carry the baby for us. Um, So that, so I guess he's only known a a few days. Um, I caught up with my sister on Monday, the day after, and um, I said to him, oh, have you know, have you, told Aunty so-so about your exciting news? And he goes, I'm going to be a big brother, mm. um, have a baby. Well, actually, mum's not even going to have the baby. Kay is going to have the baby for us. And, well,
0: that's lovely.
1: Uh, yeah, there you go. So in the space of 24 hours... Um, He would appear to know what's going on. He's he's a thinker though, so he'll he'll go off and he'll think about things and um and then, you know, ask questions randomly um as I'm along or cutting vegetables or whatever. But I think
0: sometimes kids understand it questions. The kids understand it easier than adults sometimes I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Do you have any advice for intended parents that are starting out looking at surrogacy as an option?
1: Um, my first one is, um, to be prepared for it to take a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just from personal experience. Um, the other is, is to, you know, to put yourself out there. It, it can be hard. Um, I've always said that I'm a um, extroverted introvert, maybe. Um, So, yeah. But you know, there's all those things that you hear around the surrogacy community. You know, um, if you can't be seen, you know, surrogate won't see you. Um, Yeah, it can be tiring, um, but you just need to. you know, make yourself known and and I guess be yourself. Um, I strongly recommend the family update method. Uh, worked worked well for us. Um, yeah, it, yeah, and surround yourself with supportive people. You know, and and that's. And that's within the community, within the surrogacy community and, and in, with family and friends as well. Um, yeah. It unfortunately at times isn't an easy um, path to be on and, and to have all that support I think is, um, is yeah, really very important.
0: If you would like to know more about Rebecca's family update, you can find those details in the Facebook group for the Australian Surrogacy Community. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram and at sarahjefford.com.